and welcome to Trinity Podcast. My name is Hammy and this is episode 3.5. You may be wondering, what's the point 5? That's a good question. So, remember how last episode, before the review part, we had the news part. I believe we called it comic and stuff. Later we found out that comic and stuff is actually taken by a Californian chain shop, which sells comics and stuff, which kind of makes sense if you ask me i think it's a genius name for their shop maybe because i came up with the same name anyways also we wanted to separate the review part and the news part so people who don't particularly care about old news because we're still catching up to the recent recordings they can skip those and they can just go to the third episode so whenever there is a full number so like this week episode three is the review of Suicide Squad, whereas episode 3.5, it's the news part or anything extra we end up doing. Yes, I'm foreshadowing for episode future. So, since that name was taken, we decided to came up with a bit more original name. So we went with Trinity Podcast News, for short TPN. Hence, the .5 episodes will be the news sections and so forth. I.e., the 3.5 episode is the news sections that were recorded before Suicide Squad episode. We will be releasing both episodes together, so do not worry. We do recommend listening to both because they're kind of fun, and we really enjoy the news sections as much as we enjoy the review section. And we really appreciate your support. So, without any further ado, grab a cup of tea, warm up, snuggle down, and let's just jump right into it. We have a lot of things to cover, but most of them are things that we are just going to acknowledge. There's not much we want to say, or I don't, I don't think we're going to have much to say. It's just gonna be like, oh, that's pretty cool, and just move on. So, I'm just going to... Um, rapidly yeah. shoot them out and let's see what happens. First okay. off, Jim Carrey wants a fat suit for Sonic 2. Okay. <laughs> yes, cool. I am so down for that. <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact that he's been so honest and genuine to the core of the lore for Sonic. Yeah. That's... Sonic lore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he's a coward, okay? Like, if you're gonna be Dr. Robotic, you commit. <laughs> Get in you the way. The, right, you take the you take the Christian Bale route, right? You take the oh, right. Oh, Do you not think? Days. Okay, because here's the thing, Hamid. Yeah. As someone who's part of the uh, Team Chubb community, right? Yes. Do you not think this is this? Do you not think this is fat appropriation? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like that's a role for a guy like me to play, and right. the fact that he's playing it, it's kind of removed the chances for me to play. But then there is also the fact you, that. Yeah. There's also the fact that I have zero talent in acting, so maybe it's a good thing that Jim Carrey is doing a fat suit. I, also, I would love that to us. Also, I never wish for anyone to gain as much weight that I gain. So, <laughs> 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 so with the fat suit, I, I, I hope it's not too comical, right? Just because the mm. thing is, so like, wait, have you guys seen The Goonies? Yeah. So, uh, wait, we looked at have you? We've seen the what? Uh, the Goonies. It's like an old film. Oh, like yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Hey, you guys. That one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so where you had like, so they had like the truffle shuffle in that, right? Or like, if you watch even any 90s show, like you watch like Friends or like Big Mama's House, right? They have the fat suit on that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, even like, Thor had the fat suit. Even Thor had the fat suit. Yeah, 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 you're right. So like, 
I just don't want it to be a point of like they can make fun out of it once, obviously, because then it'll be like holy like you watched him in Sonic One and Sonic Two, right? Assuming it's called Sonic Two or whatever, or Sonic and Tails, mm. and then you'll see, you you have to acknowledge, hey, he's changed weight, right? It's it's gonna be slightly comedic. I just don't want it to be the focal point of Eggman's comic, you know? Ah, okay, yeah. I, if I'm a little, if I'm a little, like, cause I have younger siblings and like uh, cousins and stuff who are like slightly chubby, you know? I don't want them to feel like, hey, me being this is something to be made fun of, kind of thing, you know? Maybe I'm just, a, I'm just uh, a little PC boy, maybe, you know? Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, the, I think it just depends on how they go about it. Like, if they're like constantly, everybody's laughing at him based on the fact that he's fat yeah. then you gotta be like oh come on man like that, there's more jokes shaming, yeah. yeah like there's more jokes it, to have in the it world it probably yeah. won't it probably won't but and also i yeah. want the faster to look because uh how many sony games have you guys played right because wait how are we allowed to swear on this i keep forgetting yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna swear <laughs> at some point anyway uh we, I, I, I probably already swear actually but anyways yeah like i played a shit ton of sony games and like eggman yeah. in literally all the games i've played right and uh so like i played pretty much like majority of the DS games majority of the, like the uh, the Wii games and all that kind of stuff uh, not the Genesis mm. obviously because I was too young but like every time you see Eggman depicted he looks more like Gro from uh, Despicable Me but like he's got very thin legs slightly round but his arms are skinny his head is tiny but it's like his torso is what's uh... yes yeah so, like, Actually, I yeah. Like, Eggman was too fat I just felt like Eggman was just shaped like an egg you know to be honest, even I found it quite shocking, like in this Sonic movie, when how Jim Carrey didn't add weight at all and everything. So I was like, oh, that's the only part that wasn't really true to, I guess, the Sonic Sonic mythos. But it was pretty. Uh, I guess it was still pretty cool. I quite like the fact that he wasn't fat because it only means there is room for character improvement. Literally, uh, room to yeah. Grow. yeah. <laughs> Literally, room to grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, it's the fact that, like, for the next movie, gain, like, keep gaining weight and losing weight. Even Christopher Bell, he's having, like, he, I think it was in his last movie that he said, like, this is the last time I'm changing weight because if I do that, I could die. The potentiality of me getting hurt it was is for high. The... Yeah. It was Dick Cheney, right, or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because he takes so, it too far, man. Like, no, awesome, just, that's okay. all I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. yeah what's the what's the uh, what's the next thing? Um, Black Widow will pass the baton of Black Widowness to Florence Pugh in the next um phase of Marvel. I'm assuming Florence it's the, Pugh. It, it's um, the, the actress who plays her sister in the Black Widow movie. Uh, man. that's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like we need another. I mean, we like. I, I don't know what Marvel looks like moving on from this, right? For off in a post-end game mode, because we've only had yeah. Spider-Man, right? Yeah. So like, what does the Avengers look like without a Black Widow or like an Iron Man or anything, right? So yeah, I don't know if we well, need another Black. Maybe we do, but uh, I mean, I guess that's cool. It's cool to know that we're gonna have the Black Widow aura presence continued in a different actress. Yeah, I, I kind of expect. Yeah, yeah go on, sorry. No, I was just gonna say I'm I'm kind of happy for it because for me, post Endgame MCU is nothing but stories, 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 and it's like they I don't feel like they need to um build up to anything anymore because they've done it and they they were successful. So now just give us like amazing stories and characters that we haven't seen before. That's time for um, fan yeah. service. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good way to put it, actually. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I kind of expected this to happen. Like, when the Black Widow movie came out, I like one of my initial thoughts was Black Widow's gonna pass down to her sister. I'm actually glad as well because the actress who's playing is a very talented actress. So, uh, mm. it, it would be a shame. I, I don't know if you pronounced it properly. I don't know if I pronounced it properly, rather. How do you pronounce her last name? You know what? Let's not. Yeah, it's like P U G H. So, uh, I don't want to say pug. So, because I know it's not I think pug. it's puh or something. Yeah, right? it's it has puck. To... Uh, I feel like it's a, it's a good sound at the end. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not exactly the best that. I'm pronouncing. So what I'm gonna say is, I've only seen her in one film actually, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Midsummer. It's like a, it's like it for me, one, yeah. right? And it's like arguably oh. one of the scariest films I've seen because I'm not really a, like when I see a horror film, I don't watch it for the jump scares. And this film is set in the daytime, and it's like a genuinely scary movie about something yeah. that could happen, right? Not gonna spoil it for anyone who wants to see it. The other thing is, so she's gonna be. So is she Black Widow's sister in this film? Well, we don't know what sort of a sister oh, is, I seriously but wanted to see it, you know. in the trailer, um, she refers to her as sister. And so. she has an accent, right? Yeah, she has a, I think, Russian so like, accent, yeah. Because I don't know if she's American, but oh, she's, she's an English British, accent, I think okay. she's British. So having another actress do the whole Scarlet Witch shenanigan, right? Where, like, you have an accent throughout the entire time. I have more faith mm-hmm. in Florence I'm not gonna say her last name. Florence P. Yeah. Or Florence P. <laughs> just because you know, typically, and you know, the Americans who might hear this might want to put their pitchforks down because I'm just gonna spit real facts, okay? <laughs> British actors mm. tend to be better than American actors. <laughs> but I have Yay. more faith in. I have more faith hey, in hey, the yeah. accent play. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the fact that majority of the Marvel heroes are British actors kind of says a bit. There you go. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, Fallout series in work with Amazon Prime woo! with Westworld creators um, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy. Double woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 down for that. So the thing is crazy. I haven't seen Westworld, right? Same. And... I've seen I've seen the uh, like YouTube videos of like people describe. Apparently, the the way the movies or the series is released is different time zones like and the, and the a bit of it is in the past a bit of it is in the future and at the end okay. they all connect so i was watching this video that was this describing like oh this happened over here and this happened over there and then it kind of spoiled the whole series for me and i was like i'm right. okay with that but all right <laughs> but yeah. i mean the thing is so I, i've only heard good things about season one of westworld and like i'm sure oh. like the budget and stuff continued to be like everything about season two and three probably was good uh, but I haven't had as much buzz around it. So season one got a lot of buzz, mm-hmm. and Fallout. Like I have, I've only played like a bit of like the Fallout games here and there. My buddy Chris is obsessed with them. So every time I've watched him play, I like the the world. So like how we talk about the Sonic mythos, right? Yeah. I like mm-hmm. the Fallout mythos, like the Fallout world that's built, right? And, and it's very cute. Like even what's the guy called? The guy with the thumb up the fallout boy is that what it's called well, you know. mean the are you talking about the group now no i'm talking about no 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 the uh uh the guy with the thumb up in the fallout uh, in the in the basically oh yeah with and the, like oh yeah they have their own wacky world in it so i'm interested to see how that looks because i don't know even know like so with all the fallout games is it the same guy or is it just different guys in the same fallout world oh, I don't okay. know. i'm not much of a fallout 
So here's the thing. My introduction mm. to Fallout is I think Fallout Las Vegas and one of my friends gift me the game. And it's one of those games that I always download it and I always say I'm gonna play it at one point and never do. And then it got to the <laughs> point that now another friend of mine gift me the fourth one and I remember the fourth one made a huge release because I'll, I, I, this is hilarious. I, so 18 plus warning. When the Fallout 4 was released, the ratio of people signing up for Pornhub dropped down. And <laughs> Pornhub said, like, this has never happened before. And the ratio oh of people that asked a um, sick day off um, increased dramatically. So everyone has stayed home playing Fallout 4. But what did they didn't Fallout try to make Fallout content as well actually to keep up? Um, Fallout seventy six I think, which flopped quite hard. And no, then no, they... Pornhub. Pornhub tried to release. Oh, Pornhub. Like, oh, I don't they, they tried to release Fallout content to keep up because they're like, well, we're gonna have to make a parody of this because if uh, if our site went down, I mean, if if there are less users on our site because of Fallout, we yeah. should have some Fallout related property on our website so that people can just wow, re- yeah, for real. <laughs> I didn't know that, but wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, me neither, me neither, me neither. A friend told me. Friend. Apparently, Pokemon Go was the same as well. <laughs> well it, no, I remember hearing Pokemon Go doing that, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like we were, we were the wrong three guys to tell about. I mean, I feel, I mean, I'm down to watch that. Oh, but like, I haven't watched a lot of stuff that I should have watched. Yeah. I can probably ask some, uh, I can probably ask my buddy Chris, because he's, shout out to Chris. Uh, I'm uh, sure he's got some thoughts about that, because he's also, I think he's also seen uh, Westworld as well. Ah, okay. All right, so moving on. Sorry, I'm just trying to no, get this done. Keep moving on, keep moving um, on. Tenet movie is... Um, well, by the time I wrote this, Tenet movie was delayed indefinitely. However, mm. today I found out they are looking at August 28th for a release in Europe. Uh, what, theaters? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, what do you guys think? That's uh, Chris yeah. saying, fuck you, Corona. Right. <laughs> you have no idea how much I've watched the... Tenet trailer, and I still have no damn clue what this movie is about. <laughs> it's just, but I still want to watch it so much. Like, I, when I tell you, I'm such a massive fan of Christopher Nolan movies, man. If so the, uh, I just don't get it, I don't know what is going on in it. I don't think many people know what's going on, but what I feel like it's gonna be, you know, how in Doctor Strange, when mm-hmm. they went uh, in the last arc, spoiler alert. When they went to that um, to the Hong Kong, I think, and they were already yeah. too late. And Doctor Strange yeah. used the time stone and then reverse time, and it, like yeah. the cars start flying out, and they had to dodge them and stuff. I think it's something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like fighting in real time, but using but reverse time, time to like yeah. assist you. So yeah. But even like, have you seen bits and pieces where they try to reverse what's going on? Like it looks like somebody's catching the bullet into the hole but when you play it forward it still looks a bit weird yeah yes, I don't know how to describe it man Christopher Nolan was pretty annoyed in the first place that it had to get pushed back right yeah so yeah. I'm pretty sure like a lot of the movie being released is just him being like hey no 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 I don't give a fuck like release this as soon as you can right like I don't give a fuck about this corona shit well, I, I don't understand um, why he's you know such a rush to release the movie though. I mean he's gonna get his money anyway yeah. like this movie's gonna yeah. make bank you know if anything it yeah. benefits him to release it later on you know mm. just because there's more likely gonna be people out and about later on right yeah, um, yeah that's what I'm thinking. the cost for this looks 
immense. We have what's his face? Aaron Taylor Johnson, kick ass, you know what I'm saying? Quicksilver. Michael King. Yep. You have to have Michael mm-hmm. King in every normal film, right? Yeah. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. John David Washington. So I've only seen him in I think two things. But most mm-hmm. notably, uh that one where he was what was it? K- Klansman? Yeah. Yeah, Black Klansman. Dude, that was I mean he was great in that. Um, that movie is amazing. It's a good time. And then they've yeah, so Robert Pattinson as well. And that the guy who played Raj Kruthapali in Big Bang. Yeah. No way, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in it. Let me just check. Oh no, this is I'm no, I'm mega racist. This is not Rush Patel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we established that last episode. <laughs> yeah, no, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. First the black guy's last week, this time it's Rush. No, no, it's Himesh Patel. So he was in EastEnders. So he's the guy who played, I think, Tamwar. Oh, but he was also okay. in a film called Yesterday that came out like last year. And it, it did super well apparently as well. Mm. Okay, I messed up. You know, you don't know. Okay, Google Himesh Patel. He looks just like Rush Patel, guys. I'm not. <laughs> So you, know, let's same, move on. Dude. let's move on. you know what? I, I, you know what? <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's move on. Let's. Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're about to get it. We're about to get into it. Never right. mind. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. What's next? Um, uh, next one. This is kind of like geeky for me. Um, Star Wars: The Bad Patch animated series announced elite and experimental clones of the Bad. Sorry, Bad nice. Patch, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of Clone Wars. I yeah, always boy, wondered what happened to the clones after the Clone Wars. So this okay. is yeah. So this is so uh, chronologically this is taking place like just episode, after like what three so or something? Between uh, so just after episode two um oh, okay. I don't know if it's uh after the animated Clone Wars or the events of Clone Wars. So which means technically after episode three. And when they say animated is it like gonna it's be all animated, animated as well like, or just like t- like 2D. you know how the rubber wars was and rubber yeah. yeah. was like that mm. uh i mean wait so it was taika with tt that was set to do this right i believe so yeah okay then i'm down to climb no, 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 this trust... one. no 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 Ta- no um taika with tt is doing something else and he's already oh, started darn. yeah this one is um what's his name david something starting with f i forgot the same name david forgot your name David Finch. That was the F word. Was David Finch? I don't think so. I think it's uh, Flaney. No. I think David Flaney. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, I'm down to climb with that. Like that. That looks like uh, it'd be it'd be a fun time. It's, so wait, it's set to come out. I don't. Wait, know. I, I think it's just been announced that they're gonna do this. They have no okay. uh, it's gonna be. Is it out. a spin-off of like the Cornwalls already? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you could say it's a spin-off. Okay. Cool. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, I haven't seen any of the animated series yet. So like I don't know if this is a so good place good. for me to start. I know we are set to watch them at some yeah. point uh, during our binge. So uh, if this happens to fall in line with the chronology, because I guess we might have to shift the chronology as well, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we can add it on to the list of how we're watching it. I haven't. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Far Cry Six trailer drop. Oh my lord! So yeah, go on. I I'm gonna be honest, right? I'm probably the worst person to ask about this too, right? Because Far Cry, I've never played a Far Cry game. I've played every Far Cry game. I am the best okay. person to ask me. Go ahead. So, because <laughs> all I have to say about what I know about Far Cry is graphics look cool. The game looks cool. Oh my god. But I remember Far Cry 5. Was it Far Cry 5, the guy with the purple suit? No, that was 4. Okay, Far Cry 4, meeting the guy with the purple suit and being like, this guy looks cool as hell. So, this game is obviously, for me, at least my impressions of it is. Mm-hmm. Not story driven, but at least like the villain in this game is a fun villain, right? Yeah. And like yeah. for this, like villains, uh, the villains in Far Cry games are always like eccentric, right? Yeah. They're always very 
Right. Uh, and the vibe I'm getting for this one, they got Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. Are you yeah. kidding me, dude? Yeah. Are you? Are dude. you? I might just play a Far Cry game. <laughs> I you know what? What's his name? Giancarlo I... Esposito or something? What's his name? I guess uh, I'm not so sure. What he was name. portrayed by yeah Giancarlo Esposito. Yes, nice. He I... everything I've seen him in has been fucking awesome, dude. And for him to come to the video game industry, I'm pretty sure a, it, might, it might be a cash grab, but I'm hoping it's not right, because he's going to bring his own to this, I'm pretty sure. And I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like this guy, like, I'm intimidated by him in in real life anyway. Like, every time I see him, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and I don't know if it's because I was introduced to him as Gus Fring, but he he has this aura, this gravitas around him, right? And very few actors have this gravitas. So, like, for him to bring that into a game, I'm ready, dude. Um, and it's not like Dingling Dinklage. Was it Dingling Dinklage from Destiny? You know, like I'm, I'm ready for an, an actual like actor to like really <laughs> yeah. Im- immerse himself yeah. into a game. Yeah. So mm. I mean, uh, you've obviously played the Far Cry games. Uh, uh, how are you feeling about uh, this? I was gonna ask Victor before I go because yeah, I feel like I'm gonna talk. Oh, are you saying the best? Yep. He thinks his opinion is better than yours. Victor. <laughs> oh, no, I'm for saying sure, best last. I've never, I've never played the Far Cry game as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I will say, yeah. When I saw, when I saw. Um, like the adverts and he was like oh, I'm El Presidente and then I was like oh cool they're making a Far Cry movie and then I was like wait but that doesn't look as real as it should and then I thought what the actual fuck this looks insane yeah, <laughs> yeah like the graphics that, look sick it's so it's in absolutely nuts yeah man like, and I was even watching because um, I think it was Xbox or something they were showing like 20 games or something that are being released or something like that and the credits of there's a zombie game coming out as well that looks really really good and they got people to act in it to like advertise the game and even then I was like man still the best thing looks like Far Cry so how much of it was the cinematic though because I didn't actually watch it properly so the trailer the trailer all of it was cinematic Uh, Mm. the gameplay hasn't been uh, well I mean it it has now but at the time that the trailer dropped it was just the uh, it was just the cinematic and also okay so can I can I go on a so you can gosh buddy do your thing man um, even though Far Cry uh, every release of a Far Cry there are like sequel numbers none of the Far Cry's are actually connected in terms of story so anyone mm. can just jump onto either one of the um, Far Cry. So that's the best thing about it. And also, um, it's developed by Ubisoft. And even though right now Ubisoft in a kind of a funny position because of what happened with the CEO, and they are doing yeah. good PR work, but like still. Um, Wait, what happened to the CEO? I'm kind of uh, oh, that's a whole debacle. Yeah, he's oh, been, he's been yeah he's been acting unprofessionally at work. A lot of shady business. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got the message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the, yeah, exactly. the hashtag Me Too world, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even so, the developers for Ubisoft are, are really good at making the players feel rewarded. Because, like, hmm. so here's the thing. Let's say, you know the Far Cry 4, the one that with the purple suit. When the game starts, you um, the story is about this guy who is going back to his mom's village to release his mom's ashes um, mm. and then he, when he goes there there's this guy who's the dictator of the area who's the main baddie 
uh, the, the funny thing is that in majority of the Far Cry uh, games, the bad guy always catches you first. And then you escape, and then the story starts. I don't know what it is with Far Cry, but that that, that always happens. So they in have the, the uh, anti-Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in the fourth one, the villain catches you, and then he has this other guy who's from the resistance group. He's sitting there with you, and he goes, Oh, I need to ask him some questions, so don't go anywhere. Stay here. I'll be right back. And then he goes and tortures that guy. That's when the game starts and you need to run away. But if the player chooses to stay there for 15 minutes, there's another cut um, cutscene where that guy actually comes back. He brings you to a location where your stepsister was and le- lets you know about like who your mother was, what she meant to him and to the, uh, to the village tells you a little story and then uh, takes you to a place where you can put the ashes of your mother as a respect and a shrine and then the game finishes right at the beginning of the game the game finishes like what the fuck like if you listen yeah so if if you actually pay attention like if you don't leave the, the the like if you don't try to escape it if you try to do what the game tells you to do and don't actually leave the area you can finish the game in 15 minutes that's how rewarding it is. Like, yep, you done it. Congratulations. Right. But you know, like, <laughs> usually the the whole game, the whole concept of gameplay is like, all right, I'm gonna escape. I'm gonna join the resistance. I'm gonna fight the bad guys, and I'm gonna save the village. But it's so interesting that like that the, the people are always trying to figure out a way to return a favor to the consumers, and that's always nice. That's one of the things mm-hmm. I like about Ubisoft. And Far Cry Six, when they announced it. <laughs> it's just like the quality. Okay? Yeah, the, like first of all, the price is not gonna increase because of the new gen. But Ubisoft was like, yeah, our new gen games for the first release, like Far Cry Six, is not gonna increase price like every other game that is. So every other game is increasing to seventy quid, but uh, Far Cry Six stays sixty. The game play just looks fantastic. Like Far Cry is one of those games that if you wanna, uh, it, like there are many shooting games. There's Call of Duty. There is Apex. There are far too many games that are just like popped out of my head. Um, too many to remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but but there are only few that have such a satisfying gameplay. So like when you shoot the bad guy, you feel like your bullet actually hit that guy like oh my god that felt so satisfying in that sense it's just it's just great and when you hear the sick one coming out you know it's just amazing Mm. i'm just super hyped super i think when far cry 4 came out i would just watch a bunch of people play the games yeah and it just I mean, I, I don't know where this one is set, so I don't know where Far Cry Six is set. I know Far Cry Four was like in some kind of tropical islandy environment, it right? It was in in uh, like kind of like a India, um, um, Indonesia kind of area. Mm. And like okay. it was just it was just fun to explore because the thing is, you play like Call of Duty, you play like uh, Halo, and you play all these kind of like shooters. They're usually either set in like space or the Middle East, right? Yeah. Or like even in America, you don't really get it that often in like. A nice tropical environment. I mean, I haven't played Uncharted, obviously, but like, yeah. so I don't know where where those are set. But like, it it was just a nice change of pace to like yeah. explore these different environments and be like, holy moly, like this is like, you know, it looks it looks fun, obviously. Yeah. The, the... So. I'm... Do you, know where, yeah. do you know where this one is set? Sorry. I don't know the location yet, but I do know. Cuba. The... What? Set in Cuba. 
Cuba. Oh, Cuba. Oh, that would make sense because yeah, bringing sense. in <laughs> Gustavo Fring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> the fifth one was based in the US. Third one yep. was in one of those islands. The ship crashed into an island and the island was populated. The second one was so long ago. I don't remember the one and two, to be honest. But so here's the thing with Far Cry. Sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so the stories don't connect to each other, but the NPCs connect. And that's so fun. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. So, okay, so like, there's that. this one character who likes blowing shit up. And then he goes to the. So in the fourth one, he's there to find his inner peace and then mm -hmm. it's like a little easter egg right yeah so so and then in the fourth one the, the player gets into juice and it goes like yeah oh in the third one he was in the third one as well it was like yeah in the third one i went to this thing i blow shit up and i was like you know what this is not right i need to find my inner peace and then the more he talks to the player and then the more you do the mission it goes like holy shit blowing shit up is my inner peace and then oh my he, God. he goes like, all right, I'm going to go back to my hometown, visit hi to my uh, to my parents. And then in the fifth one, you're in US and then you meet this character. He goes like, dude, I went to this other monkey place and I, I found my inner peace, which was like blowing shit up. And I came back home and my dad now is just getting my nerve. And it's just like, oh, my <laughs> God, this is hilarious. It's just it's just great. Like the NPCs are fantastic. Sorry, I just wanted to drop that. No, that's cool. I mean, to, when they, when they, when games have little things that connect threads like that, like I was talking earlier with Rahib about it. Shout out Rahib, how <laughs> some Pokemon games just like connect, like they have threading that connects each, like each generation with each other. Obviously, it's all in the same world yeah. anyway. Yeah. But you have when you have like in across a franchise of games, little threads that connect each other. It's like it's really, it feels like you're 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 being rewarded for playing the entire franchise. So I'm sure you're feeling that with Far Cry. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. All right, yeah. so moving on. Before, uh, sorry, before you go, I just wanted yeah. to just—I felt I just felt the need because I was searching up Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Look at a young Giancarlo. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably butchering his name, wow. but this guy looks, this guy fucks, dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a favorite. Like he looks handsome. He's like one of my uncles. You know what I'm saying? Like he could. <laughs> he's got the jacket. He's got the hair, the mustache. He looks good. Oh, you know? good. Alright. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go on, yeah. Next right. one was it uh, Batwoman or something, yes. right? The next one is Batwoman. Um so the main actress for the Batwoman CW show quitting or leaving the show and the new cast is I can't I'm terrible with pronouncing so apologies if I'm I wanna pronouncing say it. it's Javisha Leslie or Javikia Javisia Leslie. One of the th one of the ones I just Jay had Leslie. to be correct. So J J Leslie. Yeah, who is also a member of um, LGBTQ plus um, community, and mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, what do you guys think of the? So you only mentioned that because it was important, right? Because the Batwoman series think, is meant to be, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So then you, I mean, I just just disclaimer as to why you might uh, people might just so be like, why he, did he? he here's seem the thing. To... Um, we don't know why she left, and mm. we don't know why CW mm. is still continuing with the show. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, to be honest, you know, I guess it's all subjective, but I think the show is balls. If you ask me, man, balls isn't like good or bad. Really bad. Okay. Like sweaty, sweaty balls. The balls. Oh are no! Like... I think they're like bouncing. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I, think, yeah. I think I think yeah. the show started strong, but then after second half it started going downhills because they realized it, it's I don't know how to describe it it's like trying to be a filler for Batman 
but not being Batman because they already did Batman with Arrow so they're mm. in a weird position of not knowing what they're doing but at the same time they're trying to be a CW show at the same time they're trying to be um, positive and bring, uh, like you know, bringing out issues that are important in the world which is a good thing fair enough but if you're doing it do it right you like at least do it justice yeah. but Javicia, yeah. that's how you pronounce it we got it Javicia. I was I was talking okay. about Javicia or Javicia yeah Moving I on. mean so I haven't seen the show All right, Wait, yeah, okay. I'm gonna say what <laughs> I think okay I wanna right. say what All I right. think <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, uh, much like pretty much every other CW show, I, I don't really have faith in uh, the program anyway. Yeah, I, I remember there was a lot of like hoo ha about the recasting, right? And um, so one of my favorite actresses from Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm -hmm. um, mm. whose name I can't remember right now, the one who plays Rosa Diaz, yeah. right? Yeah, she uh, sent like a tweet or something like that, right? Being mm -hmm. like, hey. I'd be open to playing Batwoman, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? She could be a Batwoman too, right? Because she, um, yeah. she, she has the physique, she has yeah. the look. I'm all for like casting people of like um, you know of color, yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. And obviously, like if this Batwoman is meant to be a member of the LGBT yeah. plus uh, community, you know, she the actress is uh, bisexual, right? Yeah. So it would have been like a good fit. And also, she's well known, and I don't know what Brooklyn Nine Nine looks like anyway now mm -hmm. in a post post George Floyd world because they have to like rewrite a bunch of stuff and, and we don't know how long the show is going to be on air and obviously they've got on rid of other um, so they, they got rid of like Gina I think for like the latest season anyway Yeah. but obviously Rosa is more of a a, a presence on the show yeah. so, so if we're talking about the casting cool you know yeah. like I'm glad you got another actress but, but the thing um, is the, the way they're bringing it it's not just a replacement they're just saying like um, there is this other character who is also interested in saving Gotham per se and during her uh, vigilante fight against bad guys she come across of becoming a Batwoman. yeah i, oh, I just I, I don't she... i don't yeah like I, with anything cw i just i will not like have faith in whatever they're doing like <laughs> uh, the writing direction at least the yeah. casting is cool and i'm glad that she's been given the opportunity to but like honestly like i'm low-key sorry that you're being cast for a cw show you're probably ruining your career if anything so <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's what I gotta say. That's the reason. All right. So, um, <laughs> speaking of shows, there is a Batman TV spinoff in the works from Matthew Reeves, who will be developing the series at HBO Max, set in the same universe as his upcoming film, The Batman, centered on the Gotham City Police Department. Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright, who is also in the um, Westworld. Uh, will return to play James Gordon with uh, Trent mm. Winter, Broadwalk Empire, to write and produce. Mm -hmm. That's how, so wait, uh, wait. The, so the Batman film is the one with Robert Pattinson? Yeah, that's the one. And this is the same universe? Same universe, but a series about just the Gotham Police Department. And it's, so essentially it's in the DCEU, right? Um, that's the thing. I don't think the Batman movie that's coming out is set in the the oh side of us yeah i don't think it's in the yeah. side of us oh um, and what, so is it going to be on hbo though it's going to be in a hbo max i think this uh. is just another hbo max move where they want to mm -hmm. get as many people as they can on hbo so they were like yo matt reeves here's money make us some series seems like <laughs> it so yeah uh, i'd rather much i'd I mean, rather i'd much rather watch this pile of drive uh, than anything on the cw so i have more faith in it you know what i'm saying yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, HBO Max—they release some good stuff anyway, you know. Like they have yeah. 
Euphoria, they have Watchmen, they have they had Game of Thrones for the first six seasons because there, mm. there, there was no season seven and season eight, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They have a bunch of good stuff. They have a, a lot of programming on it set only for HBO Max. So if this is another move just for it, as much of it, as much as it is a money grab, so was Mandalorian, right? Like we didn't need True. the Mandalorian, True. but like Disney Plus were like, hey, we need a bunch of original series. What can you do for us, uh, Star Wars guys? And um, they pumped that out, right? So mm. if this is a money move, I'm down to clam. You know? Yeah, I agree as well. I think it's it would be much better than, like, not that. Okay, so here's the thing. I am much more forgiving to the CW shows than you are. I think they do. <laughs> some of them do have some really good. Like, I love the um, Legends of Tomorrow. I think that mm-hmm. show is too genius, and <laughs> it doesn't get enough <laughs> credit that it deserves. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I like seeing my favorite superheroes on TV. But then I don't like the drama because that comes from the CW side. So I get right. where you're coming from. I get people liking it as well. But I'd much rather watch this than any of the CWs as well. How are you feeling, Vic, about the uh, HBO Max series? So my first question is, you said that somebody's comic has commissioned a Gordon. Yeah, it's the same guy who plays Je- Jeffrey Wright. He's also playing James Gordon in the movie. Ooh, wait, hold oh. So is Gotham part of Matthew Reeves? No, not the Gotham series. So not the Gotham series that's already been made. It's just a new series yeah. based in Gotham. Yeah. yeah. As in Gotham. And that guy that's Gordon in the other Gotham. No, no, no. He's not. No, 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 no. His name's not Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. So essentially, it's just a whole new series in Gotham featuring a guy that's gonna be uh, Commissioner Gordon in both the series and in the movies. Oh. Uh, and it's meant to oh. link the movie. Um, have the you seen together. Casino Royale? James Bond? Oh, the bald dude. Yeah, yeah, the bald guy, yeah. I mean, he has hair, but... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but again, if he's going to do a series based on the GCP, wasn't that just Gotham I mean, you glitched out, so I don't know what you meant. (laughs) Oh, man, this audio killed me. Okay, so what I was trying to say is, I feel like... We've already got the whole Gotham thing with that Gotham It's not, it's not about program. Gotham City, though. It's about Gotham City Police Department. So GCPD. So it's about the corruption of the cops and uh, the good cops and uh, Commissioner Gordon making his own little group that are the ones that he can trust. And it's them versus the bad cops. It's that kind of thing. There is a, a oh. novel about this that's written. I think that's where they're getting the inspiration. Yeah, it's that. Is it, so wait, no Batman villains? Ooh. I don't know if they're going to do villains as well, but I know it's going to be mostly about the police department. Good, because I think I'm, I'm kind of with you, Victor, a little bit. Because we've already had Gotham, so I wouldn't want them to like rehash Penguin or like, you know, all the villains that they had in Gotham. But yeah, no, if it's all about like, if it's like a smaller story, so like, you know how like comics have the one shots, like the side stories, right? Yeah. Um, if it's if it's something like that where it faces a smaller story that's a bit more grounded and real, yeah, um, that helps to develop a world, yeah, sure, dude, I'm I'm all, I'm all down for that, you know. If it especially like if it's anything like Daredevil, because Daredevil was pretty grounded, you know. Um, yeah. at least season one was pretty grounded, so I'd I'd be down for something like that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, conflict. We want juicy, meaty conflict, you know. <laughs> okay, speaking of conflict. Ray Fisher, the actor for Ooh. Cyborg in Justice League, said or tweeted, 
Um, Just Whedon's on-set treatment of the cast and crew of Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled. Um, he was enabled in many ways by Jeff Jones and John Berg. Accountability um, bigger than entertainment. That yes. was his message. Now here's the thing. Um, this this is a, ki- a slightly old story by the time we are recording this because I when mean, he said that right. was yeah. literally the day after we did our previous episode. So <laughs> like it was kind of like oh shit. Like, but yeah, it's still kind of a big deal. So this one is huge. So um, I tried to dig into this one right because mm-hmm. of of all the uh, stories that you said we might cover, this one was the one I wanted to like be like, huh. Right, because I am, I mean, at least I was, for the longest time, mm-hmm. a self-proclaimed Joss Whedon fan, right? So, especially around the time Age of Ultron was coming out, mm-hmm. I must have consumed the most Joss Whedon media I could have, right? Bar Buffy, because I've already seen a bit of Buffy and, like, Dollhouse and stuff. Yeah. I loved Dollhouse, I loved Buffy, I loved uh, Dr. Horrible Sing-Along uh, thing that he did with Nathan Fillion and um, the guy who played Barney Stinson, I guess. Uh, I've seen Firefly, Much Serenity. Ado, Serenity, even yeah, so like, yeah. and even the first Avengers as well, right? And then just seeing because I was trying to get hyped up for Age of Ultron, right? So just knowing that he was responsible for like a lot of phase two and trying to weave in mm-hmm. a lot of phase three, and then just he had to do a compass a lot in Age of Ultron, so like culminate all of phase two, make an original film plus weave in elements of phase three into it mm-hmm. and set up for that kind of stuff was like pretty huge for me, right? So I was on the Joss Whedon like bandwagon I was, I was and i'd watch a bunch of like his nerd hq interviews and stuff and seeing how like age of ultron destroyed this man right like this guy used to be like a chubby writer and stuff and then by the end of age of ultron he was destroyed deflated yeah, he, he was, was tired yeah. yeah they broke like, marvel broke just Whedon essentially right <laughs> and then so when i heard that he had to come on to justice league obviously it was unfortunate that Zack snyder couldn't continue yeah. Uh, but that's what, I mean I guess we'll get to that next week I think or next time yeah. rather wait no it's Wonder Woman before this yeah it's Wonder Woman before <laughs> Wonder Woman League. and then Justice League. right so once we get to Justice League we can un- unravel that a bit more right but just initial thoughts like damn like if this is the case then holy shit because I wouldn't be so because I've heard stories of like directors yeah. um, and even actors being some kind of way behind the scenes right and like it's crazy that we only get this information now once the Snyder Cut is being like is being really? confirmed and being released because had this not been the case it might have just been one of those like Hollywood stories that we would have never heard you know we see the red carpets and we see like people just like smiling and holding hands and being like I trust Joss Whedon and stuff because he even said yeah. uh, Ray Fisher he was just like oh I don't I, I rescind every nice thing I said about Joss Whedon like this guy's yeah. not a capable director He's not the movie is not in good hands and stuff so hmm. yeah uh, that's I mean I, I'd be interested to know more he's I think uh, his publicist has taken over for now because he might have just tweeted that out of like frustration um, so I want to know more I mean there's probably going to be a doc released in like 5-10 years on the behind the scenes <laughs> on what's happened yeah the real events of Justice yeah so I mean what do you I mean how do you how, how do you guys feel about um, the Justice so wait you know? so it was so this whole thing about Justice abusive and stuff like that Unprofessional, unprofessional, abusive. Honey, he was treating people yeah. like not well. Yeah. Was... But the thing is, though, isn't that like a common thing we usually hear? Not that I'm not excusing his behavior. Like, God forbid. I, that's one. That's not what I'm doing. But Durant having too much power isn't that like a common trope that occurs in Hollywood? 
Uh, it is, but maybe it doesn't have to be, you know? So I've, there's a lot of stories with uh, good directors who treat their cast well and nicely, even if they are trying to reach some kind of higher art, right? Um, mm. Which Justice League, by the way, probably isn't higher art, but yeah. Yeah, no, because what? Because the reason why I bring that up, right, is because I don't understand why people are constantly trying to bury information and stuff. If I'm with anybody that's acting like a dick, that obviously directors and producers have so much power that they can make somebody's life a living hell. But I, I also feel like it's a response. If like a lot of actors, a lot of people. I personally believe that they have a lot of power as well and if it takes a bunch of them to like gather up together and say yo like this guy was evil like we're talking the crew members as well and stuff like that so here's the thing so his his tweet was saying that Jeff Jones and John Berg kind of helped him become this meanie and also the fact that we're not seeing much response from other actors and actresses mm-hmm we don't know what actually happened and we don't know how much of this is him ranting or over exaggerating Mm -hmm. or actually being true we could just go by his word or we could just say okay let's wait and see what comes out of this i've heard rumors again that joss whedon is not exactly the the most calmest uh director when it comes to directing but um, mm. we don't know what's what. Yeah. I think it's also just like a contractual thing, right? So like, yeah. if I'm an actor and I'm signing on to a movie, I don't know the, the nitty gritty, but like assuming my director's an asshole, I've already signed a contract, so I have to do what this guy says, right? Even if he's treating me like shit. If I walk off set, especially someone like Ray Fisher, he might not have as much power as Joss Whedon, right? Joss Whedon, he's been established as like a pretty good film director and he was relatively high in demand a few years ago, right? He's proven to be able to make a billion dollar movies and like series that last a long time, but Firefly. Uh, he's got a lot of fans that would die hard for his work, right? True. So like, True. for him to like, if if Ray Fisher was at that point in time to be like, no, fuck this. His first, by, by the way, this probably was his first big break, right? Justice League. So for him mm. to like, be like, fuck this, I'm not gonna treat me like this. That might have just essentially blacklisted him at the time. So like, um, a lot of it might have just been like, he had to hold that in almost. Not that because. If you did, even if Gal Gadot felt that way, right, or if Henry Cavill, or if Ben Affleck felt that way, I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck has dealt with worse, right? Because he's been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. Same for Henry Cavill, probably. Uh, and then Gal Gadot might just be like, "Well, my movie just came out. I did well. I don't want to be in DC's bad books, right?" So like, yeah. and maybe he just treated Ray Fisher badly, or, or maybe yeah, everyone was just like, "There's a lot of treat... maybe's to be fair. right." So that people treat. Mm. negativity in different ways right so like I would assume that like like if I had a manager that treated me like shit it depends on how much shit they treat me right but like mm. essentially I'd be like well I mean I just have to, I'm just here for the work so once I'm in and I'm out I get to go home and I don't have to deal with this person right and some other people might be like well no I come into work and I need to be treated well uh, and I'm not going to stand for this behavior kind of thing right so I guess it's just a rigmarole of like how different people process different things but in this scenario it just seems like yeah if Joss was enabled that he had way too much power, way too much influence to be uh, overtook, essentially. Yeah. That's how I'm, how I'm uh, processing, processing it, at least. I agree. It's yeah, a big one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this one goes. Hopefully, we get more because by the time we get to Justice League, there's gonna be a lot of like a lot of stuff to go over, yeah. especially with this, you know. So yeah. Oh man, yeah.